You're listening to Hey Pal, What's New with John, Alex, and Greg. Hey Pal, What's New is a product of Sack of Sin Entertainment. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and all other social media platforms. Hey Pal, What's New can be found on Spotify, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and all other podcast locations. Or check us out at sackofsin.com or heypalwhatsnew.com. Warning, Hey Pal, What's New contains explicit content. John, Alex, and Greg are a pair of vulgar Gen Xers. If you are easily offended, please stop listening and go download a nice tame podcast like The Multiverse Fancast. You have been warned. My mom's shower sucks balls anyway. I showered today. I sh- well, you know I, why? You know why I showered today? Yeah, why is that? Swipe test fail. Oh, <laughs> let me tell you. Yeah, everybody, swipe it on the left. It's Hey Pal, what's new? I'm Greg, and that's John Alex over there. No, I did shower today. I got all my beard bomb and all my good stuff on oh, there. It's just uh, I need a trimming of my beard. I got to trim that up. Yeah, it's definitely manscape time. Starting to get this little thing here where you start doing the Raleigh fingers. Raleigh fingers. Yeah, I love that. I do. There you go. Look at that. It's a little Raleigh fingers. Anyway, yeah, it's Sunday night, kids. We're uh, we're in the uh, the CCC Sunday and everything. Sunday night. Uh, 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 uh. Jesus wept. Uh, uh. <laughs> Didn't go to church. Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, we're here. We're queer. We'll never disappear. That and, is uh, true. We'll start it off how we always do. There. Uh, what's new with you there, uh, fuckface McGee? Uh, you know, it's been a week. Uh, yeah. Uh, I didn't go to work on Friday because I woke up feeling like, I, dude, you ever wake up and you're like, oh, my God, if, all night I had like this weird heartburn. And I've been eating right since we started like this whole weight loss thing. The Fatso Fogarty Challenge. Yeah, we'll get to That's our right. weight at the end of the uh, episode. Fatso Fogarty Challenge. Um, <laughs> I've been eating right. And I've, I always noticed like I would get that heartburn when I would eat shit food all the time, especially mm-hmm. like right before bed. I had it all night. It was up all night. And I got in the morning. I was like. I'm usually bad in the morning. I think it's like post-nasal drip because I got a lot of sinus issues. Okay. And I wake up and felt like I was going to hurl all morning. I could not get ready for work because I just felt, kept feeling like I was going to throw up. I call it the pit. So I was like, dun, 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 not coming in. Nice. <laughs> and then I went back to bed. But um, You yeah. and my girl, man, she took off Friday. Well, she had to do a whole bunch of stuff, and then she's off Monday. I'm working. I'm off tomorrow, too. That's right. MLK. So is my wife. But, uh... I get a call from work on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Anastasia, she's like, oh, no, she got home, and she's like, hey, can you uh, come uh, downstairs? I think it was like Wednesday night. And I'm like, yeah. And I come down, and she goes, so, uh, and she's got a VW, the Beetle. Yes. She's like, I put my, she goes, watch, and she tries to get the window go up, and only goes up about halfway. Ooh. And she's like, here, watch. And she goes to put it down, and goes, and goes up again. <laughs> and I was like, huh? And I go, let me see. And I push the button, and it goes down. And I push it, and it goes up, almost all the way up. I was like, there. I was like, it's a little bit off. I was like, I, maybe it's just off the track, and we have to like play with it to get it to reset. Mm-hmm. And like went down, and then it wouldn't go up. Oh, see, that happened to old red, yeah. old red, where it went down, it wouldn't come back up. And I'm just like, it's like whiskey dick. You're just like, God well, damn it, I can't get the thing back up. The, the <laughs> whole time we're we're going up and down with it, you hear like <laughs> inside the door, and I'm like, Ooh. yeah, that's probably like the motor or something. So I told her I was like, go to VW, and yeah. she, I was like, just 
it's probably your best bet because they know maybe it's something with the door that's a known problem and they'll just fix it real quick. Yeah. Um, I was like, I don't know what they're going to charge you. And she goes over and she's like, yeah, the motor for the window has to be replaced. Oh, how much is that going to run? Nothing, because it's under warranty still, thank God. Boom! And then she, and then Fucking she, German engineering, I'll tell she, you. She, well, by Friday, <laughs> night I, by Friday night, I was feeling fine, so I did go to the movies. Oh, yeah. Well, we both saw a lot of movies and TV I'm, and stuff, so we're going to get to that stuff. My week was uh, pretty uneventful, really. Um, uh, well, I did have a, a, a plumbing issue in my shower. Oh, oh, I, I thought you meant like some personal plumbing issues, like... <laughs> You know, no. the prostate's too big. I can't take a piss. No, no. I fucking, you know, I piss constantly. And, uh, you know, now that we're on this Fatso Fogarty challenge, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm feeling a lot better. Totally is participating in the Fatso Fogarty challenge. Your update photos, Justin, you don't have to be naked, okay? <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> man. Shh, don't tell him. I want to see him. <laughs> Boy, send him me naked pics. Oh, come on, do it. Anyway, yeah, no, so, yeah, I just, the only big event I had this week was just, yeah, I mean the the shower thing was uh, was busted. I had the guy come in and fix it. It was just like a drip. It was like coming like you could tell it was coming through the wall. It was like on the bottom. Right. I thought your mom was saying she was going to redo the whole bathroom. Yeah, we're going to remodel the whole bathroom because it's you know it's definitely dated. Um, but this guy comes in and he fixes it. And then like this this evening, <laughs> I went to take a shower before I came see my bestie, and uh, it's still fucking dripping and stuff. And I call the guy. And he's a nice guy. I don't want to put him on blast, but... But you're gonna. I'm gonna a little bit, just because he's just like, all right, well, you should take the thing, like, break this down, break the sheetrock, and see if it was like, no, motherfucker, I paid for you to do this job. You're gonna come back and fix it. I'm not giving you any extra money. You're gonna fix it. And then, then, you know, this guy comes in, and he does that, and he goes, well, I'll fix it. He's like, but I don't do any of the demo and remodeling and stuff. So I'm like, what the fuck are you doing here for? But the thing I was just going to blast about is that, and it happens all the time, I fucking hate it, and it's my little rant I'm going to go on here. Go, Greg, go. I, it's, you know, it's like, when you fuck up, like, I'm the type, if if you if I do something and I do it wrong, and they point it out, I'm going to say, oh, man, I'm sorry, I didn't know, let me fix it, blah, 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 blah. Nowadays, it's like somebody will come over, or somebody will do a job for you, they fuck it up, when you call them back... It's always just like take responsibility and just say, oh, man, I thought I fixed it. I'm sorry. I'll come back or, oh, hey, I did this wrong. Don't, here, I'll take care of it. It's always just like, oh, no, it's probably th- it, it, this and this and then that and that. No, y- you fucking came. You didn't fix it. Now come back and do it again. I just I the, the, the thing that just drives me nuts is just accountability. If you fuck something up, take accountability and say you fucked up. Yeah. Nobody's going to beat you up. It's always an excuse. Well, it's because of this. It's because of that. I'm like, I don't fucking care. Just fix it. Anyway. My students do that shit all the time. You'll be like, hey, Jimmy, why do you have your phone? Your phone's supposed to be in the phone locker. He's like, yeah, but Joe has his phone too. Yeah. That don't, <laughs> that, that makes no fucking sense. You see what I see. Nothing <laughs> but my feet. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. That's the good thing about losing weight there, buddy. After a while, you're going to be able to see your dick. <laughs> well, <laughs> you, know, you know, hey, Justin, uh, you know, you send me a picture of your feet while you're standing on the scale. You know that scale's made of glass and it reflects, right? <laughs> oh no. Does it really? Oh boy. Yeah. Now, I, I bet you right now he's he's running to like, hold on, let me look at the picture. <laughs> yeah, see, look, I you know, when I send over my weight, I don't send over the scale one. You have to take for, you know, I'm not lying to you, but yeah. I should do it only because let me see. I'm just kidding. Oh, rats. 
He's got some nice toes. No, he does not. Stop. Okay, look. <laughs> I'm addressing this right now. How come the one guy who paints his toes and gets pedicures did not take a picture of himself on I, the scale? Yeah, but I wore socks when I took my picture of the scale. Hey, I, I strip. I fucking... have a very strict thing about feet. Like, look, I don't have a foot fetish. No. I'm also not grossed out by feet. Okay. But Jesus Christ, there's a couple of things, that, rules I've got about, like, showing people your toes. Yeah. And rule number one. Okay. The very first rule is if any of your fucking toes is longer than your big toe, don't show people your fucking feet. Yeah. I mean, thank God for my girlfriend and all. I, she took, my feet were so fucking bad. <laughs> they were like raptor claws. Like, and we're sitting down on the couch one day. We're just dating. And my feet are, and I have the sock, and the the nail, the big toenail, literally ripped the hole in the sock. Oh, shit. And she sees it, and she goes, "What the fuck is that?" And I'm like, "Oh, you know, I just kind of like, I don't, I don't like something about cutting my own toenails. Like, I gag. I'm like, I don't Uh-oh. like. And my, I, I had that bad black toe for a while, the fungus, right. and I'd like try to cut it, and it did. So I would just, you know, in in, in a year when I. I, I call it my Brian Wilson phase right before I got divorced where I was just like, I don't fucking care. I'm just going to fucking let myself go. I let my nails go. And she was like, oh, honey, we got to take care of those. And ever since your now, I'm like. Howard Hughes, you're fucking pissing in jars. Oh, my God. My fucking nails. She was like, thank. And she did it herself first before we went. That You know, we didn't send the poor. You know, I didn't send my feet for the poor Asians. And, oh. uh, but, yeah, now it's like, you know, oh, it's pedicure time. Got to go get the. Pedicure. It's a beautiful thing. My toes are beautiful now. That's okay. I got that big toenail fungus. I'm telling you, dude, those those Asians will do wonders on your feet. They'll fucking cut it, make it look nice, paint it over until it, it until the black toe goes away. Mm. That way it's covered. You don't have to worry about it. And you have pretty toes. I mean, come on. I don't care. I got freaking painted toes and I can still uh, be a man, god damn it. Oh, I don't care about that shit. Yeah. I go to school all the time with my paint my fingernails painted. Oh yeah. My I, students don't say shit. No, of course they don't. Now These it's just days. so now it's just so normal. Oh yeah, I was just gonna say, do you remember when Walter used to soak his feet in bleach? Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> he had fungus. He yeah. just, try that, baby. I don't know. Doctor, my dad my dad used to do the same thing. I don't think it helped. No, Dr. Teals, I will say, <clears throat> they're not a sponsor of this podcast, but I like to soak my feet in some boiling hot water, put some Dr. Teals in there. It's just like nice minty stuff. And you got a cheese grate. You got a cheese grate at the bottom. But anyway, I yeah. I do what I got to do. Once we finish the Hey Pal, what's new, uh, Fatso Fogarty challenge, we'll work on the toe challenge. That's right. Um, we'll give you the update at the end of the show, people. Yeah, I think when we go to that Newburgh Toy Fair, I think all three of us, I'm going to treat you. We'll do and, it shirtless. We'll do it shirtless. And then I'm going to treat you and Tolly to a pedicure. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> We're all going to go together. We'll, It'll have be, to, we'll have to take pictures. <laughs> they love it. They love it. The, my, the, the, the women that come in, they're just like, your boyfriend's here. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. But anyway, yeah, I think it's about uh, enough about us. Let's talk about the uh, pop culture news and all that. Uh, John, you got any news? See, I'm drinking water now these days. Oh, I'm still drinking <laughs> coffee. And uh, to start our news, let's just start our news with... What? Yikes. Yeah, old Joyce Randolph. Joyce. I, I think uh, most of our age listeners might know who Joyce Randolph is. Mm. Um, I'm sure totally knows who Joyce Randolph is. If you don't, she was the original Trixie on The Honeymooners. 
Yes. Trixie Norton. She was 99. God bless. 99 years old. Couldn't make it to a fucking hundred. Jesus Christ. Let me tell you, that's got to suck that you, oh, of course, you're going to get a pedicure too. You're the one who introduced the whole pedicure to all of us. So, of course, daddy got you covered. Anyway. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that must suck when you make it to 99. I know. And you got to hit that 100. It's the same thing with Betty White. Jesus Christ, man. It was like she was fucking spry as could be. I I mean, I'm not going to lie. I didn't realize she was alive still. So Me neither. Where's that? I thought they was dead. <laughs> yeah. That's a definite. I thought they was dead. Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you. How will you explain that? I don't I, know. I don't know how you explain that. <laughs> um, but yeah, big ups to Joyce Randolph, man. That The Honeymooners. That is a show, too, that you can watch, and it's still fucking funny. The original Honeymooners, not the no, uh, Cedric the Entertainer fucking Honeymooners no, fuck from the fucking 90s. Sh- fuck that shit. I mean, you could just watch. I mean, Jackie Gleason was a fucking national oh, treasure. Yeah. Between that and Buford T. Justice, I mean, oh Jesus God. Christ. <laughs> Speaking of Black Toe, what was that movie he was in with Tom Hanks where he played Tom Hanks' dad? He was a diabetic alcoholic and he had the fucking gangrene toes oh what the fuck was that was it um not my left shoe it was it my, <laughs> my fucking left foot or something <laughs> that's the fucking daniel day lewis cripple move is it really yeah. i don't fucking Jesus know Christ. i drink your milkshake i drink it up <laughs> anyway uh i'm gonna skip that next story because i don't give a fuck which one is that? The Top Gun one. Oh, well, it's funny because you put three X's, so I thought I was like, wait, porn. porn. No, good. that's me canceling it out. Um, dude, I was reading CBR. This is how I feel like I'm so out of touch. I'm on CBR, and I'm reading an article about how Mando Season 4 gets an update following announcement about Mando and Grogu movie. Yes. And I'm like, Mando and Grogu movie? So I guess we're getting a movie for Mando and Grogu before we get a Season 4? Y- yeah, apparently they're doing a full movie. Uh, and I really hope they change the name. I hope it's not Mandalorian and Grogu. But you know they're going to do that because... Mandalorian and Grogu hit the road. <laughs> yeah, it's like a buddy cop film or something. The Honey Schooners. Uh, the Honey Sooners is my favorite show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Joyce Randolph. She, uh, she, She's dead, you see. <laughs> I said Randolph, right? Joyce yeah. Randolph, yeah. Yeah, with Jackie Gleason, Art Carney, and Joyce Randolph. Don't you remember that? Yeah. Uh, yeah, they they are doing it. That's apparently that's the first movie that's coming out of this whole Star Wars debacle. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so whatever. Whatever. I uh, yeah. I mean, hopefully it's good. Hopefully they change the name of it. I mean, it's I I they're for Star Wars, I think they're doing it just to kind of hedge their bets. Okay. Cuz you know, apparently we're getting the the Filoni movie, right. which is supposed to be the whole kit and caboodle. Uh, the Ray movie, and then the Mangold movie. It, it at first they were saying the Ray movie was coming out first. If they start with the, uh, you know, the way that those sequel trilogy went over, like a fucking you know sack of wet ball sack. Yeah, exactly. Do you really want to start off with a Ray movie? No, I'm interested. It might be good, but I think at- I think Ray needs to ferment a little bit longer. Yeah. So that she's kind of fond in people's memory a little bit more. Not that she was bad. No. But I think those three movies kind of left a real sour taste in a lot of people's mouths. And anything yeah. that reminds them of that, they're like, no, fuck no. Give it the nostalgia, like the whole freaking Hayden Christensen stuff, or give it some time where people the are like. The prequel trilogy, yeah. Yeah, like all of a sudden, like, yeah. I, I mean, I, re- I, don't... I rewatched them. They're bad, but it's like that taking that 
trip down nostalgia lane, and I, that's what I enjoyed about watching them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and making fun of how bad they fucking were. Oh, the rise of Skywalker was a freaking flaming turd. I'm yeah. sorry, and, and people shit on the Last Jedi. I like the Last Jedi. Um, so yeah, I think that what they're doing is they're hedging their bets. They're like, all right, Favreau's going to direct it. He wrote it. It's going to be Mando and. I you know I know that they're probably gonna keep that name. I hope they don't, just because it sounds like Mandalorian and Grogu. Mando. Yeah. So, but I think they're gonna do it just because of the uh, the general audience will go. I'm surprised they're not calling it fucking Mando and Baby Yoda. So people are like, oh, Baby Yoda. I mean, because that thing Grogu took off. He, he's still super popular. So if they come out with that first. You know, maybe, you know, the diehards like us will probably be like, okay, but, like, the general audience will eat that shit up. They'll be like, fucking, yeah, Baby Yoda movie? I'm down. And then you could do the, the as long, main. As long as it doesn't wind up, I mean, as long as Grogu doesn't wind up like Corey Feldman, somebody better be protecting him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> sweet little, uh, sweet little Yoda butt. <laughs> a little, I don't know how excited I am about this. Mila and I had a conversation about the Last of Us Season 2 cast update with Caitlin Deaver as Abby. I know you didn't play the game. Yeah. Abby, okay, so the doctor at the end of season one. Well, I know I I know the story. I I know the whole. So for those people who don't, at the end of season one of The Last of Us, when Joel kills that doctor Mm -hmm. um, to save her, to save Ellie, that doctor had a daughter, and in the second version of the game, uh, the sequel to the game, Mm -hmm. the whole second half of the game you're playing as Abby going after and trying to kill Ellie. Yeah. So um, they cast her and a, uh, what's his name? Young Mazzino as Jesse and Isabel, Isabel Merced as Dina, who is Ellie's girlfriend in the sequel game. Gotcha. Okay. Um, they already said to Caitlin Deaver, like, get ready for hate because everybody fucking hated her character in the game. Yeah. Uh, I just don't see her in that role. F- Okay, first off, Abby, if you've played the game or seen her, the renditions of her in the game from the game, mm-hmm. is fucking jacked as shit. Oh yeah, she's like and, fucking Terminator. She's like, uh, what's her face in Terminator? Yeah, yeah. And uh, th- this, I don't know, Caitlyn Deaver better start hitting the fucking gym and go all Wolverine and get jacked. Well, look, Hugh they, Jackman. They got time because that's the thing that sucks is that I also heard about. Pedro Pascal, our our buddy. How Bob Brown. That? <laughs> um, he, now, so now there's going to be the Mando and Grogu movie, which is coming out. Which he'll just do the voice. He's not gonna. And, although he's so popular, they might put him in there. Just be like, take the mask off, show your face, show your face. <clears throat> anyway, so they got that. Then apparently he's playing Reed Richards in Fantastic Four. So he's moving. which is why he left the other thing. He was the project he was supposed to be on because yeah, which I'm still not. I mean, I love Pedro Pascal, but I don't see him as Reed Richards. No, I don't. Me neither. So he's gonna have that and that. Like, where does The Last of Us land? You know, it better not be fucking two years from now. You know, because of all this other shit. So no, just just keep no. playing Joel. Just keep playing Joel and do the Mando voice, and that's all we need you for for yeah. now. I mean, there's always the... Uh, How will you explain that? A dead man in your bed still smelling of cum. I mean... That, we went full-blown on that. We one. went full-blown on it just because, you know, Pedro's the man. But, yeah, we'll He'd see what a, happens. Justin's right. He'd be a better Doctor Doom. You think so? Without the mustache, yeah. Yeah, he's got to get rid of the stash even for Fantastic Four. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, Doctor Doom... They, yeah, they've been throwing a bunch of different names around. 
the old Mads Mikkelsen, I, which I I'm like, he was already in fucking Marvel. I know. I feel like I feel like they throw these names around in hopes that like to be like, okay, let's see what the feedback is that the fans are gonna like that person in the role. Yeah. They were talking <clears> about who else too. I mean, Henry Cavill. They were talking about him doing Doom. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I mean, right now the whole Kang thing is kind of up in the air too. So oh, I yeah. Justin sent me the interview with him. Um, yeah. Oh well, my they're, God, they're, why they're, can I fuck it? Why am I burning for um, They also <clears throat> are talking about um, recasting. Majors. Yeah, they're recasting Kang. They're talking about Coleman Domingo as as taking over as Kang. Which if you know if you're not familiar with him, he was in. The Color Purple. Uh, okay. He was in that fucking shit show, Fear the Walking Dead. Ugh. He was like one of the main characters there. But he's a good actor. He's a great actor. All right. um, I'm okay sometimes with them just changing the actor. Yeah. Uh, people get pissed off at that shit. Do a Brody. Like, nobody's going to. Do a fucking uh, What's-Her-Face in the, in the Dark Knight. You yeah. Know, switch her out. This, everybody's going to be like, what? Who? Uh. It, it depends. I mean, that whole Kang storyline really, they have an out. They, they have do. the out. Take it. I think they should just take it. Yeah, but I also don't want them to rush Doctor Doom. I don't want them to rush into it just because they have nothing. No, but um, they can build Doctor Doom up in some of the other stuff that's coming out. Even, you know, these TV shows we're getting. Yeah, we were going to talk about We'll talk about it in Echo with the idea of the next kind of movie oh, that they do. Oh, scratch that gooch. Oh, <laughs> oh you're going to love this one. Ooh. Stranger Things season five has started filming as Yay. fans are threatening to boycott unless Will dies. <laughs> oh, Will. The picture of Will that I saw in this article is fucking bowl cut Will. Bowl cut Will. My, oh. my, my daughters are obsessed on bowl cut Will. Because actually when he doesn't have the bowl cut, he's actually a handsome gentleman. Oh. But like why everybody else is got, and I understand it's the 80s, but nobody rocked that shit in the fucking 80s. 70s maybe. No. Late seventies. Yeah. I mean we all I had that haircut when I was a little kid. Aton Pates had it and look what happened to him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you look like a fucking head of a cock. Like him, why? Him and Adam Walsh. Like, come on. <laughs> everybody <laughs> And else, where are they now? Everybody else in the in the Stranger Sorry. Things got fucking decent hair. <laughs> fucking Cockhead McGee is still rocking it. I'm fucking going to hell for that <laughs> that comment. Yeah, I mean, they feel like they're ready to, yeah, they're talking about doing spin offs too. I mean I don't know, man. Just let it die. Yeah, let it die. die let it die. die let, let it shrivel up and die. Eh? It's a work in progress. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at this point, like, because it's been taking so long. I mean, everybody's gonna talk like this. Like, all of them are like in their fucking thirties at this point now. Like, I don't know. Oh yeah. There's like, hey, we're eighteen. It's like the only one that looks like it is fucking, uh, you know, old brace face or freaking lispy boy. <laughs> like, lispy boy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's a great singer. He's just got a weird lisp. That's all. all right. I mean, nothing wrong with that. All right. Clef palette time. Let's rock it out. Um, that's it for my news. That's it for your news, huh? Uh, John, you got any news? You sure did. Oh, I smell cum. Yeah, that's, you know. How will explain that? <laughs> you can only play it 18,000 times. How do you explain that? Your breath smelling of God. See, it needs a breath. <laughs> yeah. How would you explain that? Um, yeah, so I guess now we're going to have to uh, 
Like I said, my boy watched a lot of movies. I actually watched two movies oh, this week. I watched one, two, three, four that I'm going to talk about. Yeah, so you can do. You want to do a backsy fortsy, or what do you want to do? <laughs> I'll start with the big one. Kate and I went to the Monday Mystery Movie. We go. That's like that's become our thing. The Monday Mystery Movie. It's nice. It's our little date night. We it go is, out. It is nice. Yeah, definitely. Don't know what we're going to see. So it, it's you know what it does. Here's the nice thing about the Monday Mystery Movie. Okay. It takes, well, pick which movie you want to see. I don't care. What do you want to see? I don't care. What do you want to see? Oh, yeah. You know what? We're going to see the mystery movie. Yeah. Neither one of us picked it, and whatever we get, we get. And this week, it was that movie Origin, which is based on the book Cast, The Origins of Our Discontents by Isabel Isabel Willerson. Okay. Isabel Willerson. Is that it? Willerson, yeah. Yeah. You know... It's John Bernthal's in it. Play, plays her husband. Tilt your head. Slow down, slow, because because like you know. So uh, about a half hour into the movie, he dies. <laughs> he plays her husband. Now she wrote. The, it's more about her writing the book. Cast the origins of our discontents. That's mm-hmm. why it's called the origins. Um. After he like, the movie starts off with a reenactment, sort of a, a pretty fucking eerily spooky. Like you know what the fuck is going down reenactment of the Trayvon Martin shooting. Okay, but it's all like him walking down on the phone, going into the shop, getting an Arizona iced tea and a fucking bag of Skittles, and then walking on the street, pulling up his hoodie because it starts raining, mm-hmm. and then you know where it's going, but you don't get to see it. You get to see all of that later on. Okay, she's approached after that to write a series of articles because she's a writer. Um, and she's her mother is sick, so she's taking time off. But she decides after her husband dies unexpectedly, and then a year within the year her mother dies, she wants to start writing this book about kind of about like the origins of racism in this country mm-hmm. and how it's not so much racism as we know it. Because even her mother is like, you know, you're going to talk about them hanging black men in the South is the same thing as a shop owner following you around when you're shopping. Like, come on, it's yeah. not. And uh, Slow down. <laughs> she starts to explore that and realizes, you know, even though it is racially divided, what really exists in this country is more of a caste system. Okay. And, you know, she decides to start um, investigating all that and researching it. And she goes to Germany and they're telling a lot of different stories. But one of the things that really stuck was like she's in Germany with this writer and says, like, you know, what the Nazis did with the Jews is not that Un, indifferent, like not that different from what happened with the blacks and slavery sure. here. And the woman goes, no, because in, you can't say that because with slavery it was all about keeping people down and oppressed even after they got their rights. And, you know, you could spend your whole life building wealth if you were black and then when you die, you can't pass that on. There was mm. no generational wealth. And what we set out in Germany to do was to exterminate an entire race of people. But then she, as she investigates, she finds out the Nazis based all of what they were doing with the Jews on the Jim Crow and segregation laws of the South during the <laughs> 1900s. Like, it's, it's that's all, what they based it on. Yeah, it's all the same. There's a lot know? of stuff going on in this movie, but it was so good. In so many ways, too, her story and the story she was she was researching. Yeah, sounds very deep. It is. Yeah. And, and look, you don't, that movie starts, you don't get a credit, you don't get a title screen, you get nothing. Wow, it just starts. It just starts, and then when the movie ends, Origin comes across the screen. 
That's All pretty, the credit and everything's at the end. So that's pretty I'm, cool. I'm gonna give him kudos for that because it was like I you didn't even get like the this picture company this this. It was just like yeah. the movie started. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. No title crawl. No title, <laughs> no title crawls. I usually fast forward that shit anyway. I'm the guy who's like skip titles. Or it's like freaking the what is it? Dead meat versus a gang comes to a title card. <laughs> <laughs> so so what did you see? Well, I did. Let's see. First one. I uh, let's go with. Um, I had a late to the party. Okay. Uh, we don't have the theme song. It's in there. I have it saved. We'll do it for next week. Uh, right. You can punch it in and post. Um, I'm not punching shit in. Yeah, punch this right in the taint. Um, now I watched Killers of the Flower Moon, and you'll be very happy that I that I, I subscribed to Apple TV Plus. Oh, you better get busy on some of those shows. Now. I know. I was like looking through it. It's like a treasure trove of it stuff. Is. Um, From Earth to the Moon is. Yeah, I heard that's good too. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff on there. Monarch, I gotta watch all this stuff. So I got a lot of stuff to watch. But I decided to get it because Killers of the Flower Moon was on it. So I was like, okay, cool. Um, I enjoyed it. I thought it was very good. Okay. Uh, somebody's got to rein in Scorsese. Oh, my God. Like three and a half hours? I mean, it didn't have to be that long. They could have cut that down maybe to like two and a half. It's worth an, worse than a fucking Stephen King novel. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's just like, what, 900 pages of this woman t- uh, handcuffed to the bed um, <laughs> shit like that now it was really sounds like really... my deposition <laughs> i mean it's scorsese right you can't right. go wrong with it he's he's done some amazing like i was saying like goodfellas obviously casino wolf of wall street even uh bringing out the dead with nickel's cage that was amazing yeah uh, he does some amazing movies but like this one in the irishman it's just like Somebody has to tell this guy, like, dude, we get it. Fuck down. (laughs) You know, you're doing cinema as opposed to the comic book movies. But like, I think it's all a knee jerk reaction to the comic. I was gonna say, I think it's a knee jerk reaction to the comic book movies Mm. that he's like, these movies are breaking records and killing box office, and like, they don't even fucking tell a good story. I'm gonna go over the top and show you what a real good story is, and I think he's just taking it too far. I mean, it was really good, and it was a you know like it. I will say, after I watched it, I was like, it made me hate my race. Oh, yeah. Like, well, I hate white people anyway. Yeah, well, kill all the white people. <laughs> I just think, yeah, they go in, it's like the the, the Osage, Osage, yeah. uh, they they discover oil on their land, and they become, you know. It's rich like, as fuck. Rich as fuck, and all these fucking white dudes are coming in and marrying these freaking, and they know it, too, because... She's saying, like, you know, Leo DiCaprio was looking at her, and like, she's like, yeah, he wants my money. I know he wants my money, but, you know, look at his eyes. I'm like, dude, I mean, it, it's just. He better it, have fucking hypnosis swirls in his eyes. Dude. And it was just disgusting how, like, they were just, like, killing off her family. To get and, all well, the, Just to get the money. Yep. Like, I get it, dude. Like, but all, I mean, that whole <laughs> town, everybody's got a freaking Native American wife. Yep. And they're pushing out these kids, and like even the older ones are like f- fucking half-breeds and stuff, and you're just like, yeah, you have no problem with it when they get married because you want that fucking oil money. And uh, it was it was really good. I, I enjoyed it. Um, it's not something I'd ever watch again, only nope. just because it's so long. And yeah. that, Leo, we were talking about it before we got on mic, like Leo does some weird choices. And he ad-libs just, some of his lines were ad-libbed. Yeah, I mean, which is fine. I didn't really notice that, but like he does a, he's got a mouth thing going on, and like they explained that like when he was in the war, he can't lift stuff because he busted his gut. Okay, 
What's with the fucking mouth thing? But the mouth thing is there, and then it's not there, and then it's there, and then it's not there. It's like fucking. It's like The Departed, <clears throat> another great Scorsese movie. It he changes his freaking Boston accent in and out. And it, it's distracting. So it's Look, like at least Kevin Costner gave up on his English accent like ten minutes into Robin Hood. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or even like we used to say, the scariest thing out of Bram Stoker's Dracula was Keanu Reeves' attempt at a British accent. Oh, God. <laughs> that was the scariest part of that whole movie. Um, but yeah, I still mean, still a decent movie though. Yeah, and De Niro is just fucking De Niro. He's really, really good in it. And uh, but we were talking about that and the old beef phrase, just hamming it up in oh, that my thing. God. Like that must have been a choice. Like he was like. But I think that's what they were talking about. The improv is like, I guess Scorsese's directing style is he like he lets the actors kind of like take that role and go with it. Mm-hmm. They don't have to stick to the script, and that's what Leonardo DiCaprio was doing. And I think some of what Brendan Fraser was doing was playing off of that. Maybe, and I think he got caught up in that whole like, you know, improving his shit, and he he did not. Choose he was it. just really going over to the fact that like he's doing all that stuff. And then there's John Lithgow. And I'm like, oh, shit, it's John Lithgow. Yeah. <laughs> he was the other fucking lawyer. And I'm like, he's not hamming it up. Like, Lithgow can fucking ham it up if he wants to. But that was just, it threw, yeah. I, I've heard that criticism. And then when that part came up, I was like, oh, man, they weren't kidding. I, I was, like, embarrassed for him at that point. I was like, did, how did this make the cut? <laughs> I don't know. Scorsese. So we still love you, pal. Even though you shit on comic book movies and you make these four-hour epics, it's like, I don't think any movie, I don't give a fuck if it's Endgame or whatever, don't make it over three hours. Like, yeah. just don't. If you're going to, if you want to do the part one, part two and split it, I'd be happy. Then then you could make it two and a half hours, two and a half hours, you know, or right. just make it two parts. But, like, any time that's freaking, I don't know, when you do all that, it's just annoying. So, yeah, I mean, I'd still give it a, it, I'd give it a four out of five pals just because it's Scorsese. Okay. You know? I, I honestly would give Origin four out of four pals. Oh. Four out of, I mean, four out of five pals. It was, nice. it was that good. Nice. Um, the other movie I saw, I'll give you right off the bat, I'll give it three. Okay. You get solid <laughs> three out of five? That's for, for The Beekeeper with Jason Statham. You know what I mean? <clears throat> Look, maybe because the fucking bricklayer, which I referred to last week <laughs> as the low-rent beekeeper. Yes. And I'm still sticking with that. Go um, with it. It was so much better than that. Okay. I heard it wasn't bad. Like, I heard it's like... The director, it's like his highest rated movie so far on Rotten Tomatoes, because it's the first time I think he's gotten a fresh rating. Well, it's a David Ayer movie. Yeah. Yeah. So he did, you know, Suicide Squad, not The Suicide Squad, and he's done a bunch of movies, but yeah. Uh, yeah, it, I mean... It, it was good. It was your, you know... He's not CIA. I thought it was going to be that. You know, it's apparently this uh, government agency that's not part of the government that's answerable to no one that's there to protect the United States, like protect the hive kind of thing. Yeah. I will say Josh Hutcherson. Okay. Uh, PETA from PETA. from uh, Hunger Games. Also, yeah, Five Nights at Freddy's. Five yeah. Nights at Freddy's. He plays this, like, Chad bro dude running a scam company that's, like, scamming people out of their money, and it's, like... He's going after like certain people who have a lot of money. He uses like some CIA software to like filter out the people. He's it's some bullshit thing. Yeah. But the whole thing is, is they steal from the wrong wo- this woman and she kills herself. And she's been like letting Jason Statham stay on her property. And he's a retired beekeeper. And he's okay. like, what do I do with myself? Kind of thing. So he becomes an actual. He's an actual beekeeper too. Okay. But like he was part of this agency, and you know she's like the only friend he's got. And after she kills herself because they stole all her money, 
He's like, I'm going to go get them. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I'm going to go get the beekeeper. So, where's my, where's my mask? <laughs> just for pure entertaining purposes, I give it a three out of five. Okay. Yeah. I mean, from what I've heard about it, um, initial reviews is like, it's a throwback 90s action film, like kind of the Schwarzenegger yep. and the Stallones exactly back in the what day. It is. And that's what he's trying to go for. He's with those expend the four bulls. So, yeah, why not? If you're into that it. shit, I. I I'm not a big, like, even like we goof about I've never seen a John Wick movie. I'm like, that's nah, not my. Although when we get to TV and we talk about Echo, like, I love that. And we'll get to it later. But, yeah, The Beekeeper. Nice. So what's your next movie? My next movie was a Netflix jam. It Ooh. was uh, uh, Society of the Snow. Uh, now, I didn't know that they did this movie. Like, I, I had heard you had said something that Kate was watching it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, so they did a remake of uh, Alive yep. and, you know, that whole story. And I, I was listening to last podcast on the left, which is one of my favorite podcasts, the total true crime, true crime serial killers um, movie. It's got uh, Sea Otter from uh, Wolf of Wall Street. He's okay. one of the guys. In it. He's fucking hysterical. Um, the whole, the whole, they do a really good job. But, like, they went into uh, a three-part episode of this whole story about this crash in the Andes and they went real fucking there he is Henry Sabrowski um okay he they went into real detail about what went on in that crash just Ooh. from they they do a lot of research so and then i heard oh uh they they made a netflix jam uh, it was a foreign i think it was was it french i think might have yeah it was, you could tell it was definitely dubbed. Like you, you're watching it, and it's like watching an old kung fu movie. You're like, wait, are they really talking like that? But anyway, um, I liked it a lot. It was they didn't go into as much detail as there. There were things that happened in the Andes where uh, during that plane crash, where when they went into when you go into great detail about it, if you're interested in the story. Um, it's definitely better than the Ethan Hawke thing back in the day. Um, right, yeah. So it's a little updated. It's freaking harrowing what they went through, like 70 days out there. Yeah. And just, and then as soon as they would get like, okay, things are getting a little better, like, you know, after the crash. And there was one guy that, uh, they didn't show it in the movie, but like, hearing the story, like when, when the plane crashed, his intestines were falling out of his body and he just was like pushed it back in and, you know, stitch, like not stitched it, but kind of like makeshift healed it and it healed and he kept going. He was one of the main survivors that Ooh. did all this stuff. And there was one thing where, you know, they talked about, you know, the, the, the cannibalism and the, you know, obviously they did some of that. They didn't get too, they did go a little graphic, but not really. Um, but if you really hear the story about how, like, you know, how they survived is just, I go outside now and I'm like, it's chilly. I don't like to be out there. They were there for 70 fucking days. Oh, uh, you know, they weren't dressed appropriately. They, they had to, they would all have like a, we kept saying Manal and I we were like, they were having a bit of a snuggle pit because they were all just piling onto each other. Now, now you've seen the original live movie. Yes, long time now, ago. Now, how does it... How, do you remember, oh, okay. Because I was going to ask how it compares to that. And Kate was telling me, like, you know, it's not the same. She was a bit... Weirdly, she's like, I was a big fan of that. And I'm like, well, I get it. You're into this, like, true... Tr like, yeah, like, I love movies I like survived that. The, that TV show. Kate yep. loves those shows. Yeah. So, like, this that this show movie was right up her alley. And she watched that one. And she's like, I didn't have a problem with the dubbing. 
Um, but I don't think she ever finished it. I think she kind of lost interest in it. Yeah, I mean, it is kind of slow just for the fact that they, you know, they, you didn't, they didn't really, like, kind of glamorize and make it like an action film or anything like that. But there were certain things. Um, I'm glad I listened to the last podcast on the left version of it just because they get into such detail on this stuff. Okay. Um, like, they talked about the intestines thing. They talked about how, you know, they were trapped in this fuselage. Like, in the movie, they were kind of out doors a lot like you know here and there where you're like apparently when it first happened like you couldn't leave that fuselage it was freaking brutal especially at night you couldn't because yeah. you'd freeze to death um just the amount of stuff that they went through and you know they they decided and i think the main reason they all kind of like the, the people that did survive i mean a lot of people died um and every time somebody died they would just post it like everybody's name and their age they were all young they were like 18 to 20 i think the you know, they had some older ones but like there was the majority of them were like between 18 and 25 oh and they're fucking athletes so they were able to endure i think a lot more than what other people could do um are we okay on yeah, that yeah oh yeah i'm just doing that. um but yeah uh it was it was definitely like it, I watched it when Zoe came over this weekend, and we watched the the three of us watched it. And we were just like, "Man, I'm not gonna complain about anything because no. these people." And the one wild thing they didn't show in the movie as much, but there's one part where they, you know, they made a makeshift wall in the fuselage, and they were all stung, and they were kind of getting to the point where they were like, "Okay," they were friendly, they were chatting, they they ended up eating a bunch of people. Um, so they were able to, at first, they were just like, we'll mix it in with the snow and just eat it like you won't know. And, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Oh, right? yeah. You know, but a fun fact about, which I heard from the podcast, oh. um, 70 days, they ran out of food in like eight days. They had cigarettes the whole fucking time. <laughs> because I guess apparently they they packed like cartons and cartons of cigarettes for this trip. And they, like they were like, and, and they did show one point where like one guy was so hungry he was just eating a cigarette. Oh my god! Because he was just like, I gotta eat something. And they were all like, at that point, that's where they were like, and as as e- it went eating up, shoe leather, <laughs> they were eating shoe leather. They were eating anything they could find. Uh. Um, but they were also saying like, right, you know, when they were there, they were giving permission because at first they were like, we can't eat these bodies. Like it, they they were very religious, right? Um, but they were like. You know, and, but then the people that were alive were like, when I die, I give you permission to, to eat my body, right. you know? And uh, they didn't get into too graphic detail of it, but it was just like, oh, my God, it was crazy. They were um, eating scabs? Yeah, 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 that's right, totally. One guy just was like, he's picking a scab, and he's just like, you know, doing that. And, like, and, and you know, so they're finally doing that, so they're getting the morale up, and they're like, okay, yeah, things... Yeah, you know, we'll wait for the thaw, then we'll go out, you know, because they couldn't really. I mean, it was yeah. like waist-deep snow the uh. whole way. And they're finally like, duh, 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 duh. and all of a sudden there was one guy, and I forget which one it was, but they hear just like a like a, a thud. And they're like, what the fuck is that? Like, oh my God. The guy, for some reason, they were all laying down because they were laying down in, in the thing. He just stands up and he's like, what the fuck? avalanche comes right through the fuselage and buries everybody wow so the one guy who stood was like oh fuck and he starts digging out the other people and they're pulling people out and like they were trapped under this and then they were trapped in the fuselage buried in the avalanche for five days holy no till they finally just like dug out and i was just like we all watched it we're like i'd be dead like day two 
or yeah. I would be I would be one of the guys where like when the when the tail broke and everybody's flying out, I would just be like, "See you later, guys. I'm out. <laughs> like I'm not oh, living. Shit. I'm not living." But yeah, if you if you get a chance to watch it, it was two twenty five, two thirty. It was uh, it was All a right. good run, man. I highly recommend. It was like I'd give it a good four, another four okay. out of five, pals. Yeah, man, that's uh, that's our movies. All right, for we got th- we got two choices: trailers and TV. All right, what do we want to do? Do we want to do? Uh, let's do. Let's do. Uh... Now hold on there one second, here, young fella. I was thinking about maybe the two of this. us get down in the old pickup truck corner and hit one of them movie places where we can go sit down and eat a drink each other off. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Check, check out, out my butt <laughs> Oh my god. Oh no, we're doing trailers. So doing we did. Trailers. There were a couple of trailers that did come out this week that were yeah. interesting. Which one you want to tackle first? The Walking Dead, the ones that live, the, the ones who live, the ones who live. Now, when they were coming out with this series, I was like, "All right." They they, they labeled it as the Rick and Michonne story. Yeah, Rick and Michonne out I, the road. From the trailer, it doesn't look like they're they're ever together in this. No, it almost looks like their journey of trying to find him, her trying to find him, yeah. and what he's doing to survive in the meantime. Yeah, you're getting a lot of CRM, which is interesting. Um, they got to explain why he didn't fucking escape. Like, you know, at yeah. this point. Like, you love Michonne and your kids. You just basically were like, oh, all right, I guess I'll just stay here and stab zombies. Like, did you uh, – I'm hoping that they do explain that. But it does – I was pleasantly surprised when I watched the trailer. I was like, okay, you know, like these whole spinoffs, like, you know, Dead City, I was like, it was good, you know. Daryl Dixon was was good. Like they're they're World good. Beyond was so good though. World Beyond was the best one. Um, and it looks like I'm hoping that with all the CRM shit, they'll kind of mix them back in. CRM. Uh, yeah, yeah. The Civil Republic. Oh, uh, the Civil Republic. Yeah, okay. That's, yeah, that's the, the the three little square uh, circles. Um, yeah, they're you know they were from the CRM or, or, or CRM. Can't remember much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> At this point, yeah. So it's like, all right, it's more Walking Dead. I'll give it a shot. Um, the trailer impressed me, and you know, Rick, he, you know, you got to see what happened to him. So, but they're never gonna let that series die. Nope. They'll never. They'll fucking milk. They'll beat that dead horse till it's dead. And I'm all for it. I so watch all dog that food shit, <laughs> but I'm not like you know must see TV anymore. It's more of like, all right, I'll check it out. Um, so that was one. The other one that surprised me was that Abigail trailer. That oh we yeah, I, you know I I gave up. I it came up on on uh, the trailer site I go to, and I was like, mm-hmm. I was like Abigail. I was like, what is this, fucking King Diamond? Uh, <laughs> that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Ooh. I started watching. It's like they kidnappers. All this is like, uh, it's a kidnapping. Like I don't fuck. I don't fucking. Now I would watch an Abigail King Diamond movie. Oh fuck yeah! yeah. I just gave Let up. Let me on help it. you out of the chair. Uh, a couple of minutes into it, I gave up, and then like I don't know what other site I was on, and it came up, and I was like, "Okay, this is, looks like it's got." I think it was Reddit. It's like it's got all these upvotes. I was like, "I'll, I'll fucking look at it and watch it." And I was, yeah. I was intrigued. I changed my opinion. It didn't look like a piece of shit. Yeah, it could be interesting. You know, it's uh, yeah, basically the whole bunch of the people are put in a house, and they're they're supposed to stay there for twenty four hours, and they make like fifty million dollars. Yeah. Um. They didn't really say what the premise was, but it's kind of I, the people that were. I think it was the ones that did Ready or Not, yeah, um, which was a which was a decent horror movie. Well, what it seems like to me is she's a vampire. Yes, these people are conned into coming over and watching her, thinking they're keeping an eye on a kidnapping victim. Yeah, she kills them all. 
Basically, yeah. But I, I feel like they brought them in there to be dinner. Yeah, it's like the last voyage of the Demeter in right. a house. <laughs> and, well, okay. and I don't know if you picked up on the trailer. I feel like one of the things in the trailer they let go, which is like, I feel like it's going to be the big reveal in the movie, is one of the people who's there to watch her yeah. is also a vampire oh. and part of this whole thing. Well, maybe she turns one of them into a vampire. There's, yeah. there's that whole deal. Yeah, It looks, you know, it's one of those like, you know, survive for 24 hours with this with this child that's going to rip throats out and... Yeah, I mean, you know, we have low, our us horror fans, we have a low bar, you know. <laughs> like, if it's not a complete turd, um, I'll watch it, you know, or I'll go to the theater. Pete used to goof on me all the time. He's like, You fucking watch all that shit. You go to the theater for like, he goofed on me because I went to Blair Witch 2 in the theater and I went to Valentine. I'm like, so that, That's I. that's my fucking jam. I love that shit. You know, it doesn't have to be fucking cinema all the time, it can be just, you know, cotton candy. That's why I like that stuff. I don't want to think. No, well, that's that's most movies. Like some movies, if I go into like The Beekeeper, mm-hmm. I'm like, look, I'm going into this. I'm not supposed to think. The only drawback was how douchey Josh Hutchinson's character was, and I was like, Ugh. and Jeremy Irons as his like, <laughs> and big reveal, spoiler, spoiler, in that fucking movie. <laughs> the whole reason Josh Hutchinson thinks he's fucking untouchable is because his mom is prison in the United States. Ah, uh, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. I can't kill the girl. You know what I mean. The only other trailer I saw, and I'm not going to go deep into it, was that Back to Black. It's the Amy Winehouse docudrama. Oh, okay. And every time, like, I saw a teaser for it, and then I saw this trailer, and I'm like, it, it makes. I wasn't an Amy Winehouse fan, but I'm much, I'm more intrigued now mm. about her story than I was before, and I kind of do want to see that movie. Yeah, I mean, they had that documentary Amy that came out a couple years ago. Yeah. That was that I was never good. Saw the attraction, like why everybody was so obsessed with her. I mean, she's good, but like she had a good. She had, she started that whole throwback kind of pinup girl. Yeah, kind of like it, how many girls had the fucking cat eye oh freaking makeup for a while? And she, I mean, she was very attractive. Black she had ears. a great. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, she had a, a soul to her voice. Yeah. Now she wasn't a fucking Janis Joplin. No, but you know, it's that whole theory of like once you die, like you become like this, you know. People like, oh my God, they're like fucking a voice of a generation. We're like, were you really? I mean, some people were, but you know, Amy Winehouse, I, I guess. Yeah. I'm just interested in the movie to find out what all the hubbub was about. So. Yeah. It just seems like she just got, you know, doesn't seem like a big story, but hey, we never know. You got to go watch the movie. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You know what I mean? So yeah, let's get to TV because we do have lots of TV to talk okay. about. Uh, let's let's go to the Kingpin in the room. Yeah. Okay. Echo. Kingpin in the room. Um, I told you when I watched it, it, it was really, I enjoyed it a lot. I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. Um, just because, you know, like I said, Marvel does that thing where, um, they, they take a character that you're like, what the fuck? All right. I'll watch a movie. About Guardians, of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. Iron Man. The first Iron Man. You're like, really? They're going to start with Iron Man? Cause that's really all they had. They didn't have the rights to any of the big yeah. ones. Um, so this one, I was like, Echo, like, okay, she was cool in the in the in the Hawkeye movie, a TV show, show which should have been a movie. Um, yeah, I'm like, all right, I'll give it a shot. And they, you know, the trailers were definitely selling it as like this gore fest or or you know TVMA, which you know Disney Plus never does that shit. Yeah. Um. So I'm like, all right, I'm in. Um. Watched it. It, it was really good. I enjoyed it a lot. Um. But it wasn't like one of those. I thought I was gonna go in and binge all five episodes, like fucking 
I can't wait to see what's next. I watched the first one. I'm like, all right, tomorrow I'll watch the rest. Next day I watched one, two maybe. I was like, okay. And then I got through it. Um, Yeah, I mean, I like what it's setting up. Yes. Which I like the fact that, I mean, first of all, the the, the fighting choreography was fucking phenomenal. I don't care what any of these people are like bitching about. I'm like, what are you, crazy? It was just, people just love the shit on stuff. It's just like, dude, it doesn't have to be, everything doesn't have to be WandaVision. Everything doesn't have to be, it was good, right? you know? Um, And I just love the fact that what it's setting up, the contact lens thing was cool when they did this. But I will say the one thing about it, so Kingpin gives her the, the, the contact lens so she could see him signing. Wouldn't you just set the program to just write text? Why are we doing this shit? <laughs> you know, like, I didn't even think of that. I thought at first he's like, Maya, I have to tell you something about this. And you're like, Maya, here's my contact lens that subtitles the world. <laughs> <laughs> and I watched it. At first I was like, wow, that's really cool. And I'm like, why can't we come up with this shit yeah. for hearing impaired? You can put in contacts, like even in Batman. Um where they, in the Batman with the Twilight Boy, they put the freaking contact lens for the video thing. Right. Like, when are we getting that technology? And he's doing this, and then all of a sudden I'm watching it with Manal, and all of a sudden through it, I'm like, wow. And I kept saying, I'm like, wow, that's really cool. I think that's really, and I love the way it explained, like, now she can hear him. Um, and you're like, why didn't they just make it where it's just reading text? She could yeah. just read text. Why does she have to do this? Kingpin making a fake effort to have something to do with sign language because she points out the fact she's like, you never loved me. You didn't love me enough to freaking learn how to sign. (laughs) You didn't learn how to read lips, motherfucker. (laughs) But, um, yeah, uh, those fight scenes were supposedly... uh, Until Echo starts fighting, she sets the bar yeah, yeah. I mean, just the whole style of it. I mean, what did you get the the feel of it? I I, Like I said, I'd give it a good three and a half out of five. I honestly would have preferred if it was a movie. Yeah. It was five, ep- what, six episodes? Five. Five episodes. Five episodes, and each one was like a half an hour. Mm. So that's like almost three hours. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought it ended too abruptly for me. Justin it- and I talked about this, and it's like, you know, it's the whole she's fought and fought and fought, and the next thing is like stop the fighting and start healing kind of thing, and I mm-hmm. get that. <clears throat> but you've been giving me these fucking crazy fight scenes the entire Siri, the all all the episodes, with mm-hmm. the exception of I think there's one episode where they don't have any fighting, and yeah. then all of a sudden it's like, oh, by the way, I'm gonna oh mystically touch your face. <laughs> yeah, I kind of hated that they made her a little freaking superpowery. Yeah, um, I like well, the I, I like the whole theory of the fact that like she's channeling all these things in the past, um, and that she could like in the comic books her power is, but it she the re- can mimic. She can mimic, but it's too close to Taskmaster. So they're right. like, all right, well, we got to do something else. But the swirly spiral saw movie thing is in her hand. I'm like, okay. I get it as long as they don't tr- – like, don't explain it away. Don't try and make it some fucking space alien or yeah. whatever. Like, it's grounded in Earth, and we don't understand it, and I'd be happier with that. Yeah. You know? Um, it's now what if ties in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. I mean, I – what I hope for this show is, first of all, Vincent D'Onofrio fucking nails Kingpin. Yeah. Like he's just, he is Kingpin. That's it. And I know we've been having problems with, like, big bads besides Thanos. You know, all the, the Marvel villains always tend to be kind of, like, subpar. Mm-hmm. 
Kingpin is one of the best. Um, even Kang now, we're just kind of like whatever. But um, I hope they just take the Kingpin direction. Yeah, with that end credit scene, which if you haven't seen it, I mean, um, at the end, the post credit scene is Kingpin's in this airplane, and they start talking about we really need like a mayor that's going to be tough on this and then that, and you can see that he's like, okay, I want to be mayor. So I really hope that they do this. They stick with the street level Avengers. Like that's the one thing I liked about the Netflix one is they had the Luke Cage, they had the Jessica Jones, they had Daredevil. I want this is this is my wish list, and I and I think they're probably going to go this way. Is they'll develop? Yeah, they, you yes, took totally. it right out of my mouth, you fucking Tolly. <laughs> yeah, you took it right out of Greg's mouth like that dick. <laughs> exactly. I want to see Kingpin, Daredevil, and Spider Man, and, and Echo, and Echo. And I wouldn't even mind if Echo went to Young Avengers. Yeah. She's young enough that she could be a force in there. Like, I'm still all for the Young Avengers. But, yeah, totally, you're absolutely right. If And Punisher, yeah. Punisher. You get Daredevil, Punisher, Luke Cage. I still love the Luke Cage uh, shows. Get him back in there, Daredevil, and throw Spider-Man in, make a big movie, and, like, Kingpin would be the big bad. And do, like, a Defenders kind of, like, street-level New York City fucking... Movie. I I hope they do that. You heard if, it here, ladies and gentlemen. That's, I hope uh, they do it. Greg's proposal. Hollywood, start calling. Yeah. Um, they call me uh, Stanley Jr. That's what I am. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, overall, you thought it was uh, a delight? I did. I did. I, it's one of those series I probably will rewatch. I, and probably because they did it right. You know, they uh, from what I heard, they took all those scripts and gave it to the Choctaw? No. Choctaw Nation. Yes. They, and and they approved all the scripts and they even you can even watch it dubbed in Choctaw. Oh wow, that's cool. Which is really cool. Um Yeah, they really, I was telling you before the girl who plays young version of her is actually her niece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh there was somebody else in that show that I heard a, a thing about the friend the person who plays her friend. There was something about her but I can't remember something special about that actress. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean the, the the character who does play Echo is really deaf. Um, yeah, and yeah, I mean it, it's definitely. Wait, but is she missing a leg? I know. No. 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 Not real. Not not, not for real. Life. That would be fucking. You know, she is spot real, on. <laughs> it's like that. It's like that goof that somebody put up there. Uh, they were doing a, a a Def Leppard tribute band, and they were looking for a one arm drummer. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> you know. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, I definitely, I was, I was pleasant. It was good to see that Marvel. I mean, no matter what, people are gonna shit on it. And yeah, it's like, dude, this is. People need something to be upset about. Yeah, it's they're trying, man, and I really hope that. I think kinda, it's a step in the right direction. I, I'm sorry. Yeah, I didn't mean to cut you off. But no, we, I said it before the show. Like, I'm really enjoying this. Uh, the um spotlight marvel spotlight yes and because i was telling kate and i was like well this is a sp-. she's like well i haven't watched the other stuff and i go well you're in luck this is the spotlight thing i was like uh <laughs> um, you're zero 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 point nine eight seven percent chaka khan all right <laughs> i can calm down <laughs> um th- fuck what was i saying you were liking the Marvel oh, Spotlight thing because it Kate, doesn't. Kate said she's like, "Oh well, I, I haven't watched any of the other stuff." And I go, "Well, you're in luck. This is the Marvel Spotlight." And she goes, "What's that?" I was like, "This is their division that's going to be like stories they tell that you don't need to have seen all this other shit to understand what's going on." Yeah, I mean, and then the other thing we were going to say is that I, I, I definitely noticed that they did a lot of post 
production because apparently yeah, this Echo Show cares? was. It was like there at one point it was going to be ten episodes, and then they moved it down to six, then they moved it down to five, uh, and there was a lot of changing. The, and like I think they started to realize that the popularity of Daredevil and the Netflix stuff, and they were like, they decided to like let's throw in a little bit more blood, a little bit more violence, a little bit more of this, and that that kingpin scene where he's beating up the uh, the the ice cream guy who made fun of her. Right. That, it was an amazing scene, but you could tell that they just kind of like, let's put that in. That's going to make people. It was in the trailer. Um, but, yeah, man, I'm not complaining. It was Me freaking, neither. it was really good. So, um, big ups for Marvel. 10 out of 10 recommends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Four out of five dentists recommend that shit. Um, so, what else do we got on the TV? We were... Give me your quick Louder Milk update because you said you started watching it. I started watching the Louder Milk. I fucking love it. <sighs> it's It really is like. For somebody who is a, a a friend of Bill W, it's very, it's very spot on yeah. to a point, you know. Well, well, you, I don't think that. You, what season are you up to? Two? No, I'm still in one. I okay, just so I just I just finished season three today. Um, <clears throat> and there's only three seasons. They acknowledge the fact that they're like a ghetto version of Alcoholics Anonymous. They even say that. Yeah, I mean, there are some groups where, like, you go into certain rooms where they're very professional, very, and most of the time they're very respectful. It's not as crazy, you know. People aren't talking about cunt farts and all that stuff in the rooms, but right. it's that whole like, you, it's like a group of misfits. We all have the same thing, and you know, his story, the Loudermilk story, that character was compelling so i'm uh, where it comes out is like he's talking to this girl and she he's like well i I run a sober friends group at the uh church and she goes oh isn't that the the what is it she goes like the knock oh isn't that the knockoff alcoholics anonymous he's like oh "Oh, yeah (laughs) so they they fully acknowledge it the other thing is you don't see it in season one i don't even know if you see it in season two but in fucking season three brian regan yeah it i'm like where the fuck did this guy come? He is amazing in season three, like emotionally amazing. Yeah. Season three keeps that like funny kind of like campy, raunchy, whatever, but it adds a lot more like emotion into the season three. And Brian Regan fucking knocks it out of the park. Oh, I can't three. wait. Yeah. Um, I love that every time they're like, so anybody got anything to share? Brian Regan character is always like how he puts his hand under his elbow to hold his hand up. <laughs> I'm like, what? The? And it doesn't matter what side. He's like, elbow, hand under the elbow to hold my hand up. And he's like, you don't have to raise your hand. Like, yeah. Well, they had that one one scene in season one that we watched where it was it was so funny to the point where he was like, he got into a fight with his daughter about something trivial and he hasn't seen her in like 10 years. 10 years. Yeah. And you're just like, everybody's like, She's like, I don't ever want to talk to you again. And he's like, so she made that choice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, so- well, it happens again later because he develops a relationship with his kids. And he's all mad because he hasn't heard from them. He's like, I called them and they haven't called me back. And he's like, they're like, well, did you call her again? Like, no, they haven't called me back. Yeah. <laughs> Phone works both ways. You know, it's yeah. like, yeah, we get it. I get like, you know, pe- parents of teenagers and older kids, you get like that too. Where you're like, you don't fucking hang out with me anymore. But it's like. You know, even my kids, it's like, who's going to hang out with a 52-year-old man watching, fucking watching, you know, Society of the Snow on TV? My daughter will. She'll suck it up. But, um, yeah. So, yeah, Loudermilk, sure. definitely highly recommend. Yeah. Thank you for re- re- recommending that because we've just been putting that on and just laughing our asses and, off. And I did watch Ted on Peacock. Pock! Oh, fuck you, lightning. <laughs> you get to hear where the Thunder Buddies song comes from. Um, it's a fun show. Yeah. 
it's you know your your Seth MacFarlane raunchy he can curse kind of like mm-hmm. Family Guy on steroids. It's um, I I loved it because I watched that show. I also loved it because I watched that show, The Orville, which is like the Star Wars show he did. Yeah, and like ninety percent of the cast in this show is the cast from that show. Yeah, he's probably so he just... always uses the same people, and I'm like, you know what? I like when when like that's one of the things I like about Kevin Smith. Yeah, is like you know you're gonna get the same actors, a lot of the same actors, and all of his stuff. For better or for worse, you're gonna get them. But it's like you know what? There's loyalty there that he's sticking with the people who you know kind of helped him out before he was anything. Yeah. Except for uh, old uh, what's her name there, uh, Marilyn Gigliotto. Yeah, Gigliotto. The, the clerk's girl. Yeah, they're old thirty-seven. Oh. In a row, dude. She look. You can go to her website. I'm posting a site of uh, link to her site in the uh, notes. Um, she's not she. When Justin and I saw her at the flea market, the punk rock flea market, everybody else was there. But, like, she's not one of these people who's, like, they're going to call her up and be like, oh, come to our convention. So I guess, like, you know, she's not getting a lot of traction. But she does have a website where you can buy memorabilia, get signed stuff and all that stuff. So check her out. Yeah, definitely support that stuff. You know, where some of them it's like, really, you're charging for this? But a lot of people, that's where they make their money, especially if they're not. You know who I blame? Her fucking promoter, because a real promoter would be promoting her, but yeah, she wouldn't be sitting here on Facebook going like, "Hey, uh, I'm not doing any shows or any conventions anytime soon, but uh, I got stuff I'm selling on my website, so check it out." She can always come on. Hey, pal, what's new? That's right. We, not that we, not that we have a big audience, but because we'll... we want to be 38 and 39. No, no I don't want to be 38 <laughs> or 39. You're gonna be 39. I'm gonna be 38 for God's That's sake. That's right. <laughs> I'll take your sloppy seconds. Wouldn't be the first time. No, well, yeah. well you know. <laughs> Uh, episode 69. Anyway. <laughs> Hashtag episode 69. Yes. Uh, so I think it's time for uh, my th- my stuff. I oh, think. I got to get to your, your oh, oh shit, I went too far. I went around the horn. Uh, great. Uh, from the big rock band. Now he just looks like a big fat ham. It's time for Greg's music news. How will you explain that? A dead man in your bed still smelling of cum. Right now, you can come with us to the clubhouse to watch the Brown Hornet. But since it's Greg's music. Smooth like. But, uh. Like a criminal undercover. Don't pop like trouble breaking into your heart like that. I press a little button on the bottom because he dances. Oh. Oh. I fucked it up. Anyway. Oh, this one. Yeah, the, the podcast is going to be going on for another half hour of me doing this. Anyway, no I'm kidding. Uh, hey, we yeah. already had an hour and twenty minutes. Yeah, I know. Not, not I a don't ton, care. Not a ton of me. Yeah, who gives a fuck? fuck. Uh, yeah, a lot of stuff out uh, single wise. You know, we're going to blow up a couple of our uh, Sakasin dot com Sakasin Entertainment artists because we got a few new singles from some of our guys. Um, good stuff, man. We'll start with those first. I mean, we got um, band called Out of My Head. Um, great kind of metal. I don't want to say disturbed. I only say disturbed only because of the fact that the singer's bald and he reminds me of disturbed. But they have a new single out called "Where Dreams Go to Die." Um, if you're into that like metal kind of, uh, not like no, nah, but like melodic, like Five Finger Death Punch, okay. that kind of style where it's uh very catchy, very you know they 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 do a really good job and they have a that single out which is doing well and um. All these can be found on the Hey Pal What's New 2024 playlist. Yes, which I did share on the Facebook. Bob Brown, um, Bob Brown says they are great. 
Yes, they are. Yeah. And speaking of which, uh, we have another song from uh, Bobby Roberts, um, who put out his first solo single. Ooh. He, he's with another sack of sin band called Cardboard Dreamhouse. Okay, really good band. Um, really cool guys. Bobby, he went to uh, he went to uh, SOSS too. Wasn't playing, just showed up and supported the bands, which I thought was Bobby. awesome. So, Bobby's got a new single out called "Can You See." Um, also on the, uh, you know, check out sackasin.com. Like I said, it's been a little dormant now, but we are starting to ramp up, trying to figure things out. I got to figure out what's going on with my band. I got to figure out what's going on with the, with everything else. But, uh, yeah, I mean, well, we're definitely going to post Bobby on there and uh, check out the playlist. He's on there as well. Give him some lists and tell him, you know, hey, pal, what's new sent you? The, the, the sack of sin sent you. Um other stuff out that are there was a, a new single from the Black Crows. Oh. I mean, talk about a. Can I help you, sir? Yes. What is this? Huh? This is whack. I can't get jiggy with this shit. I thought you were dead. I'm kidding. You know, the the, the Robinson brothers were like the Oasis brothers. They just fucking hated each other, and yeah, now they're back. And the Oasis brothers got some new shit out. That who gives a fuck? Yeah. I mean, Noel Gallagher's High Flying Birds. I do like them a lot. Um, okay. They 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 he's been putting out a lot of stuff where it's kind of hard to keep track. Like, I understand that these bands want to put out singles to kind of stay in the algorithm and all that stuff. But after a while, you just start getting like, wait, do they have music out like these singles? Like it, it it's constant, constant, constant. Where you're like, okay, what's new? What's old? I don't know. Um, but yeah, they do have a new single out called Wanting and Waiting. They do have an album coming out. I mean, the Black Crows for me. The first two albums, I mean, they have a couple of albums that are really solid. If you're into that, like, Blackberry Smoke, Record Company, like that old school kind of 70s, you know, they were the first ones to do it. I saw them open up for Aerosmith on the fucking Pump Tour. Um, So that's how long they've been around. But it looks like they're back and they've been playing shows. So um, that song is on there called Wanting and Waiting. Uh, You can check that out. Um, Other than that, I know you had some stuff. The only other one I have on here is... uh, there's a band called Acid Mammoth, uh-huh. um, which I dig. They have a single out called Supersonic Mega Fauna Collision. Um, they kind of remind me of, they're like stoner rock, you know, um, kind of that sludgy doom kind of metal that, you know, if you're into that stuff, which I kind of dabble in it, I'm not like too crazy about it, but I mean, the band's called Acid Mammoth, for God's sakes. I mean, you know, the name, you know. It's like what we said about Chum Huffer, which, by the way, thank you, Chum Huffer. They shared our post on the Aww. that they were on the playlist, and uh, which I thought was really cool. And uh, their band is awesome, Chum Huffer. So uh, I'm glad they uh, they got their names out there. So, um, but yeah, there's some singles out there, kids. Just make sure you go out and you support, especially those local bands like Out of My Head, Bobby Roberts. Like, you know, not just because they're a client, not really a client, but they do it to sack us in, but. Support those local bands, man. There's no reason why some of these bands have millions of followers and we have not much. <laughs> um, be, before we uh, re- we wrap this up, yeah. Um, should I hit it? Yeah, you can if you want, sure. First I was 178 pounds, then I was 289 pounds. Oh my God, I don't know what to do. Stop eating your cunt. <laughs> then I start to get on a scale. Never fail. Thank God for hey, pal, what is new? Fat fuck. <laughs> oh, no, that's right. Fat fuck. How could I forget? 
It is the Fatso Fogarty Challenge, kids. The Fatso Fogarty Challenge. Listen, if you want to get involved in this, uh, my my hetero life mate and I have decided this year, you know, not one of those resolutions, but like we started eating healthier because we we were putting on the pounds. Oh boy! So, uh, like, you know, keeping us. Jesus <laughs> That's totally man. That's totally's picture. I love that fucking that sweet boy. Um. But, yeah, you know, uh, if you want to join in on this, like I said, I'm going to put out an official post. I didn't really do it last week, but this week, maybe after this episode um, airs, if you want to jump in on it, let us know your weight and height. And each week, if you want to jump in and tell us, your, you know, uh, your weight loss, you know, whoever wins at the end of the uh, the end of the episode can go out and have pedicures with us. How about oh. that? Whoever, If you want to join in, you want free petties. You know, fancy petty man. Yeah, fancy petty man. We're all going for petties after this. So who's challenge. going first? Uh, totally up to you. Uh, you had a big win. Totally, totally. Uh, no, you could, we could do totally first. Or we I, can... I, I, one day, totally sent me a message. January Sunday, January seventh. I forget what he started at. He's gonna say something uh, in the in the chat. Knowing totally. Um, uh, why did I fucking jump so far up in the chat? Uh, oh. He's st- at one point he sent me a message on the seventh. I think it was he's like, yeah, I'm at three hundred two. Okay. Um, I think he went up, and that was the day I told him I was like, dude, stop fucking weighing yourself every day because you'll go nuts. Yeah, that's the one thing I I I, I forced myself not to weigh myself until Sunday morning. As okay. you say, so, after your big turn. <laughs> well, you know what's funny? He said he started at two ninety nine. Okay. And when he sent me his weight the other day, he is two ninety. Okay. So Tolly's down nine pounds. Nine pounds. Nine pounds. Good you know the human you. head. You know the human head weighs eight pounds. That's true. So you lost a head. That's right. <laughs> I actually, for me, I started out at two ninety nine. Yep. That was when I got weighed for my colonoscopy and my surgery. Yep. So I was at two ninety nine. But then when we said we were gonna do this, that episode, I was at two ninety seven. Yes. And then last week I was at two ninety five. Yep. And I was like, motherfucker, man, like two pounds in one week. That is like, especially when I start, that is like so out of like character for me because I always kind of like lose weight fast. So I said, I think I said last week, I was like, I went back in. I'm doing Weight Watchers. Yes. I signed up for Weight Watchers, um, which brought me to this week. Wait for it. 286. Nice. So I think I'm down, what is that, a total of 13 pounds? 13 pounds, dude. That's great. Damn, that was my nephew when he was born. That's what? Right. <laughs> Stretch yeah, that so, pussy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my progress this week, uh, like I said, we, I started at 281. <clears throat> that okay. was January 2nd we started. Um, oh. Last week I was down to 274. Damn. Uh, so that was like seven. Uh, now I'm at 272. Nice. So I lost two pounds. Nothing. So this is going to be basically how I'm doing it. It's just doing the no carbs, no sugar, and just, you know, right now I'd suck off a homeless man for a fucking bagel, but um, the the cravings are definitely not bad. And what's great is you can eat as much cheese and fucking lean and greens as you want, and uh, I'm eating a lot of meat and a lot of cheese. A little tough to take a dump. (laughs) Yeah. But the I, last, I believe it. I, but the last dump I took, Jesus Christ, it was like, it, I was like, did you even chew it? It looked like meat. Oh, I was no like, thanks. God damn it. I think I saw a pinto bean in there somewhere. That- but anyway, I think we, I think we, uh, we, we flogged this dead horse. That's um, right. Yeah. So anyway, guys, like I said, um, you know, like, share, subscribe, download the playlist, add stuff on there. One song from each band. Don't go crazy with the albums. 
Um, tell us, you know, start with the Fatso Fogarty Challenge, man. You know, you want to lose some weight with us? You know, want to win a free pedicure and a Hey Pal, What's New t-shirt? By all means, post your weight and, uh, you know, post the scale every week. And, you know, that way we know you're legit. And uh, maybe maybe check out Marilyn Gigliotti's site. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to throw out one more plug because, you know, I'm a nice guy. No, Not even this is like a free sponsor here. Uh, Marilyn, M-A-R-I-L-Y-N dash Gigliotti, G-H-I-G-L-I. O-T-T-I dot square dot site. Marilyn, please make that site a little shorter. <laughs> yeah. It's probably a free site. I get it. How about We've, the, I mean, her Twitter handle is uh, that clerk's girl. Why couldn't you just do that clerk's girl dot com? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get on that. If or, you need help, Marilyn, call us. <laughs> or you know what? I got a site she can take. Uh, Gothicanjobs.com.